You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for goddamn Britain. I was about to go, <laughs> woo, but we should be saying... <laughs> You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Hi, babes. Hiya. <laughs> so, I rushed over here. My house... Maybe burning down. I may oh. have left a diptyque candle burning. For all the fancy candle fans out there, it's the ver the vervine. I think that's how you pronounce it. The vervine. Is that is that where you 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 buy your candles from Paris, right? Oh, top tip. So my yeah, my top money making tip is buy diptyque candles in Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. <laughs> However, they do not stock vervine. <laughs> yeah. Money-making tip. Did, did I say money-making? Yeah, you did. Oh, That's wow. what's funny about it. You're making money traveling to Charles de Gaulle, Paris to buy those candles. Buying them in bulk and selling them on. <laughs> I had some work done in the house yesterday. Oh. I, well, first of all, finally did my outdoor area. So I've got like a, I fucking live in LA. And have I had for the past year an outdoor area to like sit in? No. <laughs> so I finally put up an umbrella. So I've got a little outdoor moment going on, which I'm very excited about. Also, I put in the mirror. Have I shown you pictures of the mirror? No, I haven't seen okay, the, the space just... age mirror yet. Although I, I'm more in, I'm more interested about when you're going to finally get the hot tub. Well, remember, it's not going to be a hot tub. It's going to be... Um, in the ground hot dipo. tub. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one step at a time. The, 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 like, the paint is peeling on the exterior of the house. So, oh, they're not appearing. But, oh, but there is a picture of my freezer. What, what can you see in my freezer? Uh, I can see what looks like frozen croissants and uh, three bottles of poppers. There you go. <laughs> Just keeping it real. What have you been up to? Um, <laughs> went out last night. You and I had a lovely dinner. Well... Incredibly hot and cramped dinner. Very in, stressful dinner. <laughs> very stressful dinner in the hottest environment I've ever eaten food in. And actually, mm. we were we were so tightly packed in that booth that I actually didn't finish my burger because I couldn't like <laughs> I had my little bird arms to cut the burger and like eat it. I just kind of gave up. We were at the <laughs> I was say the bird cage. No, I wish we were, we were in the Robin Williams movie, the remake of the bird cage. <laughs> yeah, we went to Miami last night. <laughs> we were at Black Cat yes. in Silver Lake. Which is a historic queer space. Yeah, it, I mean, lovely venue, but yeah, we were squeezed into a booth not made for a few wide-shouldered gentlemen. Yeah, it was, uh, like, busy. There's a lot going on. I asked the lady when I arrived, oh, where should I put my coat? She's like, I, I just don't know. I'm like, oh. And then she essentially crumpled it up and put it, like, shoved it in a corner. Yeah. Like we're in the joiner's arms back in the day in London. We were, like... we were so, so tightly packed and I was so conscious of my legs not touching anyone on either side that I squeezed them together so much that I got a cramp in my inner thigh. By the end of dinner, I was like fully cramped out. Well, that's actually a workout. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was like a Kegel. But just behind me, there was a shelf that had like the jugs translation pictures of water mm. for the restaurant and menus and stuff. And at some points in the meal, like the servers came around and put the menus back and they just fell on me. <laughs> so I just threw them onto I, the yeah, other I did, side. I did see you throw, throw a wine list onto the ground at one point <laughs> <laughs> in rage. Couldn't help it. And then where did you go after? I went to a, a club night called Ronda and saw inexplicable pop star Zara Larson performed. Oh, yes. But wait, I saw a video of this. When we say performed, 
yeah, she stood in front of a DJ booth with a microphone and lip synced along to her song. Yeah. And and I couldn't I couldn't get I couldn't get a handle on what was a song and what was whether she was performing or not because it was so busy I couldn't really see her, so I definitely I came up the stairs and we saw she was singing and I recognised the song, but then subsequently it was like is she still performing or is just a song playing like it it was impossible to tell mm. and I can't I apart from that one song part of your somebody I don't know what what she does here's the thing I bet she didn't play my favourite Zara Larson song here it is. Rooftop. No, she definitely didn't didn't perform Rooftop. She mm. did Lush Life. I remember hearing that. Lush Life. Lush Life. She. Sh- oh my God. She should do the Christmas adverts for Lush. She should. <laughs> and and much like Ella still performing that song from 2011. What what song is that again? I can't remember. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They trot her out every event. Every. She'll be. She'll be at <laughs> King Charles's coronation. Oh, one hundred percent singing her. Oh my god, we should do a special about the coronation because there's going to be some weird shit going on. Oh yeah. We can eat coronation chicken. I came here for love. (laughs) Ella Eyre. Ella Eyre. Who were we getting confused between last night? Mabel, Anne-Marie, and Zara Larson. Larson. Yeah, we couldn't get a handle on who was who. Friday night we also went out. We went and we watched Drag Race and it was fun because we're watching at the Eagle in LA and for anyone who's watching the season of Drag Race, they had the uh, cameos of, I was about to say Coochie Coochie. Oh my God. Charo. Charo. Uh, Frankie Grande. Frankie Grande and... Love Connie. Courtney Love. No, Love Connie. <laughs> and Love Connie was performing at the bar we're in, yeah. which is super fun. Yeah, she hosts the, the Drag Race viewing parties there and she's uh, quite a wonderful piece of chaos. She's great. <laughs> so great. There we are. It was fun. We were with our gal, Crystal, and a Canadian drag queen in London. And she said <laughs> at the Eagle, she's like, you just wouldn't get this in London. We're like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't think there are that many gay men in London. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I can thank I can thank Crystal, actually, her presence in LA this weekend for why I sound the way I sound. Because I've had two nights in a row, which I don't like doing. You've been crystalled. I've been crystalled. And I am and I can feel the threatening texts approaching about going to something this afternoon, which I am not going to. I'm oh not going. My God, no way. This is future Fraser. I did go to it. I'm too tired. Speaking of being tired, I've got a little surprise for you. Oh. So. What have you got for we me? We are going to do a surprise edition of Chucky and a Mag. Oh my God. Ooh, Chucky and a Mag. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you get that. Let me get this open. We've got some other options. <gasps> oh, got a Heat magazine and Closer magazine combo set. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna give you some highlights from Heat. Thank, thanks to our gal Crystal. Gonna give her a shout out. Her being in town, she brought these as a treat for us. Super Mum Stacy, I want another baby already. Absolutely. Posh, I won't fail this time. Right. She'll go to. She'll do anything to protect her family. From what? Love Island is Olivia just a big fake? Probably. Watch out, Becky. Colleen's bombshell TV tell-all. Who's Becky? Oh, Rebecca Vardy. Oh. Rooney Revenge. Rooney, Rooney Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> What's there in the top corner? It says, the caption says, show her the money. And it says, Megan's billions. Nothing will get in my way. The top left corner? <laughs> uh, that's Stace. Oh, Peter Andre in his birthday suit. There he is. Oh. And on the back, a, uh, <laughs> a Thompson's Holiday. Is that? Oh, no, not Thompson's. Whatever that. Just a lovely ad for a holiday company. Tui? Tui? <laughs> 
So who's still using a travel agent in this day and age? These now, I will say the closer the pages. Yeah, this this pa paper stock is feeling very weird. It's feeling very like it's going to be National Enquirer. Yeah, but it's yeah, I'm definitely going <laughs> to get grubby hands. Did you did you used to read the National Enquirer? I actually my my mum really liked it. She thought, ah, it was, she thought it was hilarious. She's a woman of taste. Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, Cheryl's fears over Hollywood move. When's this article from? <laughs> and there's a picture of her when she oh was in God. our favorite picture of Cheryl of all time. Yeah. Of her in USX Factor. I always say if I were doing Cheryl drag, I would I would wear that outfit. Well, we've also talked about if we ever do a live show, we're both going to wear that outfit. Yes. <laughs> and sing uh, I Know Him So Well, standing back to back. So her West End debut has proved a huge success. And what offers said to be flooding in. Said to be. <laughs> what else have you bought me here? Oh my oh. God. Okay, so we have a... A double decker that's uh, really traveled the, the globe. But no, but look, it's a double decker duo. Oh, a duo. Okay. Oh, twist to seal. You can seal it and save it for later. Oh. Just because of the you know what in the UK. What? Cost of living crisis. Oh, cost of living crisis. A boost duo. I love a boost. And you, you said I, because I needed energy. Is that why you mentioned the boost? I was just thinking in general. And a twirl, which I also love. Now, I did... These are both duos that you can twist and save for later. I did eat one of them last weekend when I was a bit hungover. What do you think it was? A cream egg? I did eat a cream egg last weekend as well. No. One other thing. Um, Wouldn't get it in this country. Oh, a crunchy? One more. I'll give you a clue. Snickers. Shh. Oh, <laughs> so you had a little whisper. I had a whisper. <laughs> a little a, light whisper. A classic whisper. Shall we do some feedback? Yes. <laughs> So as ever, if you want to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we love it. Please do. And something happened this week. Yeah, we've I, I, we've unlocked some hidden reviews, which we couldn't see because there were reviews from other countries, apparently. It's so weird. I don't understand We don't it. understand. We don't get it. But, but please rate and review us and we will definitely read them out. Yes. Do you want to kick us off? Yes. Yeah, so, so Groovy Clown. Oh, wow. They did this in via Apple Podcasts Canada. Okay. Their review, five stars. I love this pod. I've been listening from Canada for about a year. I've never been so into a podcast as I've been to this one. 100 out of 10. Love the banter. Have you two thought of doing an episode on Welsh Naughties Queen, Jem? Who's Jem? Oh my God. It's just a ride. It's just a ride. Do you remember her? No. Oh my God. I'm going to play that song. That song haunted me when I worked at the Early Wait, Loving I, Center. Me just, oh, oh yes, please. Yeah. It's just a ride. It's just a ride. No need to run. Oh yeah, that, that chorus vaguely rings a bell. She was she was part of that real movement of women singing a very specific style in the UK in the mid two thousands. That kind of like <laughs> it's just a ride, it's just a ride. She was very sweet about me, Gabriella Chilmy as well. Oh. She's in that she's in that thing. And um, what's her flaps? Um, Corinne Bailey Ray. Uh, Groovy Clown, as your name oh, is. Clown. We're not going to be doing an episode on Gem. <laughs> I think you just got it. Although, yeah, that was it. Although, and then Fraser got to mention the Early Learning Centre, one of his yes. jobs. Oh, although we are going to do, we're discussing at some point, the Forgotten Girl Group Special. Yes, Forgotten Girl Group Special is coming. Yeah, and it's just going to be lots of, like, snippets <laughs> rather than a whole topic. Yes. Key 9001, they're in the UK. The Tash and Jenny to my Liz. <laughs> okay, so if we're Tash and Jenny, who's who? I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm Tash. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm Jenny. Jenny. You're Tash, Tash, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. A little um, harder. This podcast, <laughs> this, this podcast will make you feel something kind of, ooh. Lovely. Wait, I'm just going to count the number of O's. One, two, three, four. 
I think it's five. I, can't <laughs> I love remember. it. Okay, what else have we got? And then a Pepsi Maxi Pad via Apple Podcasts in <laughs> Finland. <laughs> they gave us five stars. Uh, said, I love it. I thought about giving three stars just to mess with them, but I couldn't do it. I'm neither British nor American, but I enjoy both British and American topics being explained to me by these lovely two hosts. I'm welcome. You are welcome. Oh, that's I, nice. I like the name Pepsi Maxi Pad is really funny. That's a really good name. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we like to ask our fans to either rate us five stars or one star. <laughs> no, don't do one star. <laughs> don't mess with the algorithm. We'll be, we'll be struck off. Okay, some other feedback. Okay, the Jessica Simpson episode, Rick yeah. Draws Things said, praying Lucia Cole Who is that? gets a mention. Who's that? Like how we both waited to, to be on mic to look up who that was. <laughs> Meanwhile, for the Jessica Simpson episode, Michael, podcast nemesis Michael, he said the Christina Milian erasure when discussing public affair. Because she, does she do the vocals? Affair? No, she's in the video. Oh, she's in the video. <laughs> okay, so according to according to this article, Lucia Cole is a an album which appeared on iTunes and it's basically not a real album or a real person. Huh? It's like a ghost album that appeared. On May the 28th, an artist by the name... Lucia Cole released an album called Innocence on iTunes. What? Oh my God. Earlier this week, so this is pointed out these songs by Lucia Cole were, yes, actually just Jessica Simpson songs re-uploaded to iTunes with different titles. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. We really, we really fucked up not talking about Lucia Cole. So yeah, apparently someone just uploaded all of her songs with Jessica Simpson songs with a different name and a different artist. Oh, I thought it was going to be Jessica Simpson uploading them to yeah. try well, we don't know it wasn't. Oh yeah, could have been. Because it's saying that uh, they have they don't know how it got up there, like verified by Apple. When's this article from? <laughs> NPR. 2015. <laughs> this is from NPR. I mean, solid news source. That's a, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Rick Draws Thing. Right, what else have we got? Uh, we or Just a little bit of mini feedback from my friend Lydia that we posted the scene where uh, PJ got shot in the face with a paintball mm. gun regarding Anton Deck. And she said she didn't remember the scene being so shit. And that why was it so traumatizing? Quite a few people got in touch with us about that scene, actually, saying they were like, huh. Oh, I actually, I found it quite... Found it more traumatizing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I found it worse watching it the next time around. Justin Hamilton, he has got in touch. Okay, I'm, re- I'm reading this for the first time. This is a cold reading. Cold read. Okay. Hey. Just want <laughs> Stumbled at the first word. <laughs> just want to say that I love your show. And he spelled your you are. Well love done, it. Justin. Been listening for about a year from Alberta. Discovered this pod from the Girls Loud special. My favorite thing you'll you've y'all have introduced me to is Stacey Solomon saying, Have a day off. It's stuck in my mind since. Anyway, love the pod, love the banter and everything. I hope you continue to make great content, please. Also, can we just zoom in on Justin's pick. Is Justin quite hot? Oh, Ben, Uh, one of my notes was to discuss how Justin's hot. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Send us pics. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is this an inappropriate use of our platform? Have a day off, Susan. (laughs) We're crying out loud. Have a day Day off. off. (laughs) Okay. That's our girl, Stace. There's a little bit of extra content for you there, Justin, because we think you're hot. Uh, we've had a bit of backwards and forth about Lisa Scott Lee's recent revelation uh, with podcast nemesis Michael. <laughs> there's, cu- often, there's often <laughs> back and forth with podcast nemesis Michael. We're discussing maybe getting a Lisa Scott Lee 20th anniversary electric t-shirt. <laughs> but as you as you said, very concerned about how it's going to wash. I don't think it's going to wash well. Yeah. But 
if I had a record player, I would order the vinyl, but I don't. I don't know. You also sent the link to, you You can get Louise Redknapp t-shirts that yes. say, Hi Girls, Hi Louise. Yes. She's actually genuinely making our merch for us. Yeah. But I'm also quite concerned about the quality of those ones too. It's not enough. It was giving some real uh, snappy snaps, you know, put it on a t-shirt. Right. This one's for me. Frank Tendles got in touch. Well, first of all, he, he said that from a previous image we did of Will Meller and... <laughs> What's his face again? <laughs> Not Olivier Martinez. Oh. Philip Olivier. <laughs> <laughs> he said my gay awakening. But Frank Space Tando, for Fraser's preference, <laughs> wants to ask Ben, fuck, marry, kill. And here are the options. The Glasgow shopping centres. Fuck, marry, kill. Brayhead, Silverburn and The Fort. Oh, I think this question was for me. No, it's for me. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> I'm just having fun with you, babes. <laughs> okay, so Frank, I've only been to one of those shopping centres, Bray Brayhead. When it opened, it was quite the sensation. <laughs> so I'm just going to quickly look at the offerings in the other shopping centres and we're going to work it out. I do like the idea of the fort because I love like a vague theme. So yeah, it's like, give me some give me some info here. I Silver don't know what Burn. we're talking about. Actually, where am I going to dine in Silverburn? There's a Costa. There's a Greg's. Never step foot in one. Never will. Don't believe and, that. And oh, there's a Patisserie Valerie. What? <laughs> a Wagas and there's a Zizis. Okay. okay. And then look, let's look at the fort. The fort. Tony Macaroni. There's a Blue Lagoon. What like the the fish and chip shop? Oh, that might win then. I think I'm going to marry. The Glasgow Fort because there's a Blue Lagoon fish shop and it looks like it's got a nice sort of like, a what a blue Blue Lagoon. Thank you. Uh, and they've got like <laughs> a nice outdoor area. Although I do see a fat face. I'm going to kill Brayhead. Okay. Uh, fun fact: uh, my friend Amy and I once went there just after she had learned to drive, and she bought a pair of high-heeled spiked denim boots and then pr- tried to drive us home in those boots. <laughs> it was a struggle. I'm going to kill Brayhead. They do have that ski slope, but it's not real. And then so that means I. I, I fucked I fuck the fort. Is that right? It's also I don't fun know. saying I fucked the fort. <laughs> wow. That's some real detailed yeah, maybe Scottish I'll just, feedback. Maybe I'll just isolate this voice clip and send it to him directly and then <laughs> cut it from the episode. Maybe you could just you could just like have like a five second blast of bagpipes instead of this whole yeah, answer. Some some tartan noise instead of white noise. Tartan oh wow. <laughs> And we're back. Ben is up first doing our UK topic. I know what it is, and I'm happy about it. Take it away. It's S Club 7. S Club. Okay. <laughs> a wobble, wobbly vocal there for you, giving so, you a little Tina. S Club <laughs> S Club 7, the boy-girl mixed group. Oh my God, mixing genders together. What are they going to think of next? How are they, what are the sleeping arrangements going to be? What bathroom are they going to go? Gender's a construct. They're an odd number as well. They are an odd number. Well, it evens out in a little bit. That's true. So they came about in 1998 from the UK. We're going to start off by just saying the full names of each member of the group. Okay. okay? Do, you want, do you want me to do it like a test? No. We've got <laughs> Tina Ann Barrett. That feels about right, doesn't it? Yeah. We've got Paul Gerald. Oh, Catermole? I could never... Catermole, yeah. Catermole. I didn't know if it was like, Catermole. My granddad is called Gerald. We've got Jonathan Lee, no middle name. Ah. How do you feel about people with that middle name? Uh, my mum hasn't got one. Well. So it all tracks. Bradley John McIntosh. Yep. Not that exciting. We've got... Rachel... Get, oh. Get out that crystal ball for 
Joanne Valda. Oh, Omira. excuse me, Valda. Yeah, do you think she could wear like a turban and tell <laughs> your fortune? <laughs> well, mm, uh-oh. not after what she did. <laughs> We've got Hannah Louise Spirit. I, Spirit. I literally was going to say to you, one of them has to have the middle name Louise because of their women of a certain age from the UK. <laughs> oh, well, okay, finally, we've got Rachel Stevens. What's her middle name? Louise? Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> Rachel Lauren Stevens. Okay, and they are S Club 7. They were put together by Simon Fuller after he was sacked by the Spice Girls. The way it worked was everyone auditioned except one member of the group. Who do you think that was? That was Rachel Stevens. That's that was correct. Miss Rachel Lauren Stevens because... Uh-oh. I know the story. Shall I try? Is this because of the extensive research you did for the Rachel Stevens episode? I think so, but I also think this is one of those pieces of information that I just knew. Okay. That she was going to visit her brother, who was working at the 19 management offices, and she was waiting for him in the canteen. And Simon Fuller approached and said, you're very attractive. Would you like to be in S Club 7? Can you sing? Actually, don't answer that question. Do you want to be in S Club 7? Can you do a perfectly lovely, soft singing voice that will hit the notes lovely? And she was like, yes, I can. (laughs) You're in. Okay, here's the thing about S Club 7. They have quite a few accolades. Yeah. Four studio albums. Mm. They released 11 singles. They sold over 10 million albums. Two Brit Awards. Two. Yeah. Most importantly, they once won Record of the Year. <laughs> wow. At which point, we are just going to deviate into oh Record, God, Record of the Year. Of the year. <laughs> so, oh my God, you just unlocked a whole <laughs> chasm of my mind. So Record of the Year, when it was every year, the UK public would vote for Record of the Year between 1998 and 2012. <gasps> Fucking hell. It's all coming back to me. Westlife. There's a lot of Westlife going on. There's Gareth Gates. There's, there's Busted, there's Take That's Leona Lewis. Then things went a bit awry, okay? <laughs> In 2008, Rockstar by Nickelback. What? Whoa. Then we've got Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Okay. Then we've got the, the Cheryl Cole live smash hit single, Al City Fireflies. <laughs> but not the Cheryl version, didn't win single no, of the year. No, That one single of the year? Yes. Fireflies. <laughs> 10 million fireflies. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about i don't know what you've been listening to up to this point but go and look up cheryl cole in the bbc live lounge singing fireflies ben and i have talked about it in forensic detail Lady Gaga born this way. And then the final year that just exploded the record of the year in the UK was Got Ya featuring Kimbra, somebody I used to know. Oh, gosh, I hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was just a little deviation. Wow, about, record of the year. Oh, wait, so S Club 7, they won 2001 for Don't Stop Moving. Fair enough. 9-11. Okay, yeah, they also did a movie, yeah, Seeing Double. Seeing Double. But you know what? And they had... They had TV shows. Yeah. Do you know their TV show? One of them had a global audience of 90 million people. Nine zero million wow. people. Is that the first one? Was that Miami 7? I think so. But let's just be, let's just be chronological, okay? Yeah. So, 1999, they released their first album, S Club. Mm. I'm going to list the singles, and then we're going to pick and choose what we want to talk about. Okay. Bring it all back. S Club Party. Two in a million. You're my number one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. I also wrote Viva La Fiesta, but I don't think oh, that was a single. Viva La Fiesta. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that I'm, wasn't a single. I'm going to say I did not like their debut single, Bring It All Back. Don't 
Is it because you don't like... Oh, no. Um, Tina's doing a dance. is from a S Club party, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I like Bring It All Back. Really? Yeah. I like the bit where, in the choreography, where Hannah does a trust fall and does, like, a kick at the same time. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just... I, the, the beginning of Bring It All Back. I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. I was never that into that. I, I liked... I, I really liked... Uh, I liked Bring It All Back. I loved S Club Party was the real yeah. that's the real banger from that that selection. That was like, the clincher for, sure. for me. Yeah. So let's just break down the rap section. Okay, Tina, okay. she's doing a dance. Tina's doing her dance. John's looking for romance. John's looking for romance. You have to say romance to make it rhyme with dance. Romance. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's getting, getting down, down on the floor. floor. Well, Hannah's screaming out for ooh, more. Yeah. More. <laughs> want to see Bradley, Bradley swing. swing? You want to see Rachel do her thing? What's that thing? And we've got Joe. Just she's being lovely. The... <laughs> yeah, what's Joe the... got? She's got the flow. Get ready, everybody, because here we go. And most importantly, in that bit of the song, when they when individually had their thing, they each had a move that they did. Do you remember? So they'd be like, and it went down the line. I think that it's hard to not mention the TV show when you're talking about, especially at the beginning, because they were kind of like the monkeys in the sense that they had a TV show about being a band and they released music from the TV show at the same time. So you kind of got all their songs kind of shoved down your throat from the TV show, which I love. So we had Miami 7, yeah. later we had LA 7, yeah. and then all kinds, there's one Viva season. Viva S Club. Yeah, there's one season where they go back to the 50s. <laughs> Don't know what's going on there. But yeah, Fraser's right, they're all... They're always performing as them, kind of themselves. Yeah. Even like romances within the group were played out on the show yeah. as well. Yeah. Didn't quite get that. And they definitely gave Rachel has quite a lot of the kind of Victoria Beckham scene stealing lines in those shows. If you watch it back, she gets a lot of like dry, dry. And her whole thing is that she's really into herself. So there's all just scenes of her like not paying attention because she's looking in the mirror. It's pretty funny. Yeah. They're all given like a, th- a personality trait. Yes. Do you know what I've just realized? Fucking Simon Fuller. Yeah. What he's done is he... So, Tina doing her thing. Blah, 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 blah. So, here's a story from yeah. A to Z. You want to get with me? You're going to listen to me. We've got Emma in the place. We've got your face. We've got Jim C. It's just that. Yeah. Easy V. Or it's it's like the one step before flamenco lambada, but hip hop is harder. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Simon, we're on to you. <laughs> We've got your number, Fuller. Got your number. Okay. So, we have S Club Party. Yeah. Two in a million. Wasn't there also choreography with it? Like, we are two in a million. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. The love. Should we play yeah. a little bit of it? Yeah. Okay. We are two in a Two in a Million is a kind of a sleeper hit of this of this bunch. It's not really recognized very often, but to me, it's like the the Born to Make You Happy or like the mm-hmm. um, sometimes the sometimes yeah, just like kind of like the mid tempo one that gets a little lost in the source, but it's actually really good. Why did I think this song was a single?
Viva la fiesta. Dun, 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 dun. I just think there was a really strong scene in the TV show with this. There's quite a few songs that were in the show that were never released as singles, which I think they then put on their greatest hits album and like became kind of songs that were never released, like Bring the House Down and uh, another one from that greatest hits. Oh, okay. there's, a few, there's a few of them kind of sneaky singles from the show. So that was 1999. Let's move into the year... 2000. Look at this album artwork. It's like they're stuck in the, the crystal from the crystal maze. <laughs> Who's lying on the floor there? John. John. He's lying on <laughs> lying on the floor in some white combat <laughs> pants that I'm a bit worried they're going to give it dirty. It was scuffed. So this album had a couple of songs, mm. a couple of singles. The toxic of their of their career. It had reach. Reach. I. I've never loved this song. I, I, this song is awful. It's just really it's annoying. A chil- it's a children's party song. Yeah. I'm not even going to play it. No, I don't want to hear it. More importantly, I'm just going to go out. I should need to get a musical instrument out for my bag. Hang on. One is sec. it the Coron Glaze? Hang on, hang on. Just, I need to set up my Coron Glaze. Hang on. I'm just going to set it up. <laughs> hang on. I think I've got it. Okay. <clears throat> So most importantly, we did discuss this on our Rachel Lauren Stevens uh, episode that we did. But this is a <laughs> this is RL a, this Stevens is a, this like is RL a, Stein. <laughs> this is an RLS joint. This one, <laughs> a rare a, one of the rare songs where she gets lead vocals. Now I'm gonna do it again. But where was that video shot? <laughs> now we do this. We do this every time. Bora Bora or Borumwood. <laughs> Was it the was it the was it the beach from the bounty adverts the bounty beach, <laughs> from from Bormwood to Bora Bora is a really good autobiography name. <laughs> <laughs> Natural, it just says filmed on a tropical beach. <laughs> Come on, we'd have to do that forensic forensic detective work like we did for Jessica Simpson. We, <laughs> we discovered she filmed that video in San Diego. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. Maybe we just, maybe that's why I don't know, because we still never find out. <laughs> yeah, if anyone knows where the natural music video was filmed, then please get in touch. Mm, okay. Anyone from 19 Management, I mean, call us. <laughs> Do you think South Africa? Like Cape Town? Yeah. Maybe. Are there beaches in Cape Town? God, I don't know. Where did they film the, the music video for Atomic Kittens? <laughs> we talk we talk about this all the time. Sorry. No, Sorry. No, no, this is, it's Emma Bunton Free Me. And <laughs> Atomic Kittens, it's all right, but it's okay. And we always talk about where they were filmed and we can never remember. <laughs> Free Me was filmed in Rio de Janeiro. In That's Brazil. right. Because we were like, <laughs> oh. Because it doesn't look like it. They, they flew very far for but, that video. Yeah. <laughs> all to say, the year 2000, from the album 7, we're going to say Natural Overreach. Yeah. what was, was Never Had a Dream Come True on that We're just about well. to get there. Oh, okay. Sorry. 2001. Yeah. The Sunshine album. What? Here are the singles. Don't stop moving. Mm-hmm. You have you ever and never had a dream come true. Interesting. I do remember the I remember the kind of explosion of excitement with Don't Stop Moving.
Yeah, that felt like a biggie, and that yeah. actually won a Brit Awards. Yeah. Well, they won two Brit Awards. Bearing in mind, this was the era of the Brits where it was the uh, the ABBA, ABBA Mania remix live performance era of the Brits, as we like to refer to it. <laughs> so, Peter Cousins. Yeah, question, questionable things going on. But they won Best New Group one year, and then they won Best Single for Don't Stop Moving. I'm going to give it to them for Don't Stop yeah, Moving. Yeah, it's a really good song. It's it's. Uh, I, I wish it didn't include the word funky. Don't I find the word funky really hard to digest in, yeah. in songs. So I wish it was a different word, but it's a really good song. It's like a really fun kind of production, isn't it? It uh, is. Song. It's a lot of electronic robot noises and voices. Also, also that sweeping bird where it's like, and just go. Mm. Yeah. Look at this shot right at the beginning of Joe. Look at this. Watch out for okay. Joe. Can you do an impression of, or just describe what Joe's doing? There's like a line of people and she's walking down the middle of it going like this. I'm surrounded by a carnival in here. It's so fun. It's so colourful. I feel like I know where this was filmed. It's just fun. This is this is a, a Bradley vehicle, this one. He gets much more lead vocal than he does in any other songs. It, it, yeah, he is. Also, <laughs> Look how much fun Rachel's, Rachel's having. Like, me, Rachel's been a, like sultry, but now she's having a blast. RLS is really loving it. Oh my God. Let's just... With the music off, let's just like see if there are any other great visuals going on. So this is definitely filmed in like a, a a filming space that I think is in Shepherd's Bush that I recognize. Do you know which one I mean? It's like a there's like a, a hall that you can hire for filming and for parties and stuff. It really looks like that. Well, they I was watching an interview with them recently and they were talking about this video. They all said a different location. They're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, we were in um, Bethnal Green. Oh yeah, we were like far out east London. Oh yeah, we're in South London. They all had a different idea. Well, I just I just said West London. There you go. I like Tina's outfit in yeah, this. And hair. Yeah. There's a, a very strange frame rate happening with this. Uh, this is very of a time, that frame rate thing. Do you know what it is? It's kind of like the the party in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Where it's like, young hearts run it's, free. It's also using that frame rate that's used in the Pure Shores video. Remember they have all the footage of, of the beach and it's all like done with that frame rate like that. Like all like weird. Well, Paul's wearing a real Burton's menswear outfit in this video. Here's, So's John. Oh, and, and Rachel's wearing a real, like, going out top. Isn't she, she is. Going out top and some black, um, yeah, black Ra- flares. Yeah, Rachel is wearing a real, like, monsoon outfit. <laughs> bay, bay trading. Here's the thing. This video doesn't look expensive, doesn't look cheap. It's just, a, it's totally solid. Yeah, it's a real riot. Fun, a riot of colour. colourful, very rich colours. <laughs> if you were at a wedding and this came on... It's a guaranteed, it's oh. a guaranteed hit. Oh, it's one of those songs that's like, you know it without even knowing it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's fun, isn't it? So what else was on that album? Just read me out those songs again. Don't Stop Moving, You, Have You Ever, Never Had a Dream Come True. I never had a dream come true Till the day that I found you Even though I pretend that I moved on You'll always be my baby Okay. So Never Had a Dream Come True is the Christmas song. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the one in the yeah in the, the fur coats jackets. with lots of that song is yeah very fun to sing along to even though it seems kind of annoying now. I remember what I remember about that song is when it came out. I was actually down uh, with my drama group at the Millennium Dome. <laughs> and <laughs> and of course we end up back to the, the Millennium, Millennium Dome. fucking dome. And we were doing a performance as like a drama group. And we're on the bus going around London and that came on and an argument broke out. Some people were like, such a great song. And someone else was like, you don't know what real music is. 
Oh my yeah. God. Talk about, I mean, that is the beginning of the story of my life. That is where I realized I wasn't the same as everyone else. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I think you is kind of a, a, a little bit of an annoying song. It's that like, you yeah, it's like a 1950s music video and yeah. it's kind of annoying. And then I will say, have you ever is a real, is, is a real forgotten song. And it's because it's essentially a wall of noise. Do you remember it? Let's have a it's little, let's it's have a Joe's to it. it's Joe's uh, foghorn voice. Really, here we go. Wishing I could change the way the world goes round. Tell me, you ever somebody? Let me tell you something, Ben. Uh, I have I uh, have uh, cracked my vocal cords wide apart singing "Have You Ever" in my car here in LA, maybe last week. Do, do not think. <laughs> Like post S Club, Joe definitely like a pub. Oh, she's performed this at many a working men's club. And like a little leather, little yeah. leather jacket, a little leather jacket. Yeah, leather was... jacket and some some trousers. <laughs> well, I was saying last night, Joe's recent kind of recent vibe is very much fun uh, office like HR manager. <laughs> That's kind of her look and her vibe, which I like. So after this album, two thousand and one, something happened. Let me just find it on the Wikipedia. Oh, the drug scandal. Drug scandal. I do remember this. So, 20th of March, 2001, we're coming up for the anniversary, actually. Oh, should we celebrate it by getting getting high? So, the guys in the group were caught with cannabis. (gasps) In London's Covent Garden. Oh, God, we were talking talking about that last night as well. (laughs) They were cautioned by police and released without charge. After the event, they're... Yeah, they released a statement saying they're very stupid, very sorry, stupid mistake. At the time, BT and Cadbury, who had sponsorship deals with S Club 7, do you think they were doing like the friends and family deal? Yeah, friends for, and family. For BT. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and they were very, the BT and Cadbury said they were very disappointed to learn of the caution, but said they would keep their contracts with the band. <laughs> However, cereal firm Quaker Oats ended talks with 19 Entertainment after learning of the police caution. Were they going to have their own porridge? I don't know. S-Club porridge. So then a merchandising company were going to sue them, but then it was all fine, and Pepsi signed uh, the band up less than a month after the the drugs caution. Lovely. Do you know what we skipped over? The meaning of S and S-Club 7. Well, it's because it's an unanswerable question. So S, does it stand for Simon? Mm. Simon Fuller. Does it stand for 7? Or, as Bradley McIntosh in the group said, the the letter seven <laughs> is the 19th in the alphabet and Simon Fuller, his company is 19 Entertainment, 19 Management. Who are you? So that means the band is either called Seven Club Seven. Yeah. Simon, Simon Club, Club Seven. Seven or, or 19 Club, Club Seven. seven. that was really hard for me to think of thank you for helping me you did a good job i i think there should be a whole true crime podcast about that oh okay we'll do it yeah i think we could definitely can handle taking on another one (laughs) (laughs) so uh soon after paul left not necessarily because of the the drug scandal that cannabis resin that was found on them in (laughs) covent garden resin (laughs) bit of of skunk outside roadhouse in covent garden (laughs) (laughs) So in 2002, they released... It's like Café Rouge. Uh, <laughs> well, do you know what? We don't talk about Café Rouge, Rouge enough, do we? <laughs> Add it to the list. So in 2002, after Paul left, they released the album and the movie called Scene Double. Yes. I never saw this. I've seen it. It's pretty solid. Yeah? Yeah, it's like an extended Miami 7 episode. It's about them being cloned and them kind of fighting their own doubles. 
it's a completely solid film. So Pretty their, good. Their final single disappeared, and their final single before they split was called Alive. Do yes, I do. Feeling so alive. There's a real gloss to that video. Yeah. Like a real, that time period, the coloring and the sheen and yeah. everything. It looks, it looks US filmed, doesn't it? It's yeah. got an American gloss to it, which is nice. It's got a Stargate sort of chrome finish around the place. <laughs> yeah. It's like this really Instagram filtered. Okay. They then split up. Well, there was, there was um, the songs afterwards though, right? Songs there was like a double A side of Love Ain't Gonna Wait For You and Goodbye when they split up. Oh, I just totally <laughs> did not see that. I don't I, I don't want the song. Um, I don't want Love yes. Ain't Gonna Wait For You to get erased Love from Ain't the gonna history because it's really you, good. And then Say Goodbye. Yeah, Say yes, Goodbye. I forgot about Say Goodbye. Say Goodbye is terrible. It was beaten to the spot, top spot by R. Kelly's Ignition Remix. Yikes. But um, Love Ain't Gonna Wait For You is a really fun song. Yeah, let me see if I can Pop find it. Pop it on. is fun yeah it's a really i love that song so they came back in like 2014 15 they did a reunion thing on children needs cin yeah. i am going to point out that on wikipedia their picture is their main picture it's them in like 2015 in bournemouth <laughs> lovely performing in bournemouth lovely uh and then recently they're back they're back again they celebrate 25 years they are back, back, back. But do you think they're going to do the steps thing where they're actually going to do new music? Or do you think they're going to do more of just uh, doing the old songs, try out the old songs? I think there are too many people in the group to actually be on the same page. Yeah, I agree. I think steps had a very steps had a very strong sound that would actually kind of weirdly made sense again. And I'm not sure S Club can really do that again. Yeah. Their thing's going to have to be nostalgia. Prove us wrong. Yeah. I just want to, I want to have one honorable mention from mm -hmm. a song from the greatest hits, mm -hmm. which I also love. It's mm -hmm. called Everybody Get Pumped. Okay. We're going to have to listen to it. <laughs> S Club, Everybody Get Pumped. Yes. And I, I really, again, all I'm ever doing is urging people to stream music. But if you stream any song from this episode, I want Everybody Gets Pumped. So I'm going to do, when I do eventually do drag, I'm going to do like a drag number to that where I'm getting like filler. That's good. <laughs> to everybody get pumped. That's really good. <laughs> and by the end, your face is going to be so big. Yeah. It will explode. Completely, with glitter. Yeah. Good. <laughs> glitter glue? Sure. So that's pretty much S Club 7. Anything you want to add or say? No, I, 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 my main thing was making sure we didn't avoid Love Ain't Gonna Wait For You and Everybody Get Pumped. Okay, cool. I've been thinking about those two songs since you started talking. How did you just have them playing in your head? Completely. How did you feel about them at the time? Oh, I've, I've always loved S Club 7. I, I found them a very solid... I feel like S Club and Steps were a, a solid companion piece for me, and I just would flip between the two of them as kind of slightly disposable pop songs that I didn't necessarily have, like, the insane attachment to that I do to, like, some Britney songs or, like, yeah. some other pop stuff. But they've always been there for me. I'm, I was always fine with them. Yeah. Like, loved Escal Party, loved Don't Stop Moving. Natural's become a, a bigger fave yeah. in years. But again, I would never go to them. I'd never see them. So up. yeah, I never saw them live. I saw, <laughs> I saw Steps live, but I never saw Escal 7 live. Because I, I just was live. kind of like not that excited about seeing that. Do you think when we're old, we're going to be like, oh, God, never saw Escal live. Did you see Steps live? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, US equivalent of S Club 7. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one because 
I mean, if we're mixing genders, not in this country, not in America. Yeah. Uh, we've got to keep them in separate toilets. So what do you think? <laughs> I, I do have an idea, but I'm going to let you have a... Well, I mentioned, I mentioned the monkeys, <laughs> who I think were British, weren't they? Yeah, but they were all... Were they, they were guys. Right. I'm, but I'm, I'm, oh, not, okay. I'm doing it like a, I'm doing more of the TV show to pop star, mm. you know, entwined thing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads me to think more along the lines of like Hannah Montana, like Miley and also um, Selena Gomez. Like, I feel like they all got like, they were on shows where they, well, maybe not them, maybe Demi Lovato. She okay. played like a, a singer in a movie and then became a singer. Wait, what about when, didn't Demi Lovato play with the Jonas Brothers? Yes. Like, yeah. So Camp, when they Camp Rock. rock. <laughs> exactly. So there's, I feel there's a really strong element of that in the sense of when we got introduced to S Club, it was this kind of TV, like basically like a corporation shoving it down our gullets, like little, like little foie gras. I've got another one for you. Okay. Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) What? That, that works definitely from the mixed gender element, I would say. And also we always say things in general in the US are bigger. Yeah. So S Club were a certain level and, you know, 10 million albums. Black Eyed Peas, 100 million albums. <laughs> okay. I mean, f- fucking, uh, what's their big song? Body. I Got a Feeling. Oh God. Oh my God. The beginning of I Got a Feeling is really hard work. Uh, 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 you're like, no! <laughs> I got a feeling. <laughs> That's a nice gun. It's always just a bit too slow, that song as well. Wow, I completely had like removed that file from my brain of I Got a Feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, well, why don't we say the Black Eyed Peas meets, Camp, they, Rock. <laughs> it meets Camp Rock? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the US equivalent of S Club 7 is the Black Eyed Peas at Camp Rock. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> And we're back. We've done the UK topic. We have. We're going to do the US topic. You're up. <laughs> oh, feels like I can finally rest my head on something real. That note is really hard to get a grip on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we, of course, are, after last week's Jessica Simpson episode, we are this week discussing her younger sister, Ashley Simpson. Ashley. You know Ashley? Ashley Simpson. No, she's Jessica's younger sister. Do you know, I'm the exact same age as uh, Ashley Simpson. I always thought she was younger than me, but alas, no. I thought (laughs) I was the same age as Jessica and that she was younger, but no, turns out I'm the exact same age as Miss Ashley Simpson. There you go. So she's a singer, and I will tell you, according to Wikipedia, vocally, Simpson is an alto with a two octave vocal range. Not sure about that. Mm. She trains with a vocal coach and studies Etta James at Aretha Franklin <laughs> albums for vocal inspiration. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that's true. <laughs> and uh, here's who she cites as her musical influences. Gotta know, gotta know. Guns N' Roses, Gwen Stefani, no doubt, two separate. Joan Jett, The Runaways, again, two <laughs> separate things. Madonna, Pat Benatar, Green Day, Alanis Morissette, Fiona Apple, Christy Hind, and Debbie Harry from Blondie. Even though everyone else has got the band and the person, she said just Debbie Harry. Yeah. <laughs> not Blondie. Not the rest. <laughs> so that's just a little a little thing about her vocally. So she actually started out as an actress before she was singing. She was on Seventh Heaven, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. She was on 40 episodes of Seventh Heaven. 
and she was called Cecilia Smith. I think that show has like someone who got charged for like a sex crime, so it's really okay. been like erased from the from the thing. And then basically, we'll just get into let's get into music, shall we? Mm-hmm. Because you know, so she had her own reality show called the Ashley Simpson Show, which I think we're going to be covering at some point. Yeah, separately. And she, your Welcome America Presents special. Yes, because she appeared on Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica's show as Jessica's younger sister a few times here and there. She had blonde hair in it. This is when she used to be blonde. And then basically she kind of came out with her own reality show called the Ashley Simpson Show. And it was all about her launching her first debut album. So much like S Club, we had another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wasn't drama or fictionalized. This was a great reality show where she dyed her hair black to separate herself from Jessica. You'd have to. <laughs> so she released her first album, which is Autobiography. So I always be- gave you a lovely introduction of the lead single from that, which is Pieces of Me. Pieces. Pieces of me. I am moody, I am messy, I am verbal, I am testy. <laughs> she doesn't say testy. Mm. I love Pieces of Me. It's a great song. Really hard to sing along to. And vocally, I'm not quite sure how she ever does it. But if you were singing along to that in your car, you get a really some really raw vocal chords by the end. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. So that was her, her debut single. It went to number five in, in America, number four in the UK. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when that you, was in 2004. Was go- we knew what was going on. Yeah, exactly. We knew the score. Uh, did you Did you have this album, by the way? Just to... No. I didn't have the album. My friend had the album at university and we like... I like learned the songs from like hearing it in her car, I think. That's how I kind of got to know this album. I had a later album. Are you, oh, you probably had I Am Me. I think so. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't <laughs> you worry. <laughs> so Pieces of Me, yeah, it's her debut single. I. Uh, it's also worth noting that one of the biggest scandals of her career is based around this song and that is uh, in 2004 she was on SNL and she famously there was a technical snafu (laughs) and she was actually meant to be performing Autobiography which is her follow-up single and the backing track vocals of Pieces of Me started playing and she does a little hoedown jig and just walks off. Now I watched it it's weird because it's turned into this such like a moment that everyone laughs at but it's like very small and kind of yeah. Like it just starts playing and she just does this jig and then she just walks off. Yeah. And then they just fade to black. And it's also really funny because Jude Law's the host of it. And I like that he's just in that clip forever. Everyone, once again, um, Ashley, Ashley Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's just a, a fun moment from, from her career. So yeah, so she followed up that with Autobiography, which is the theme tune of the Ashley Simpson show. Right. I got stains on my <laughs> t-shirt and heavy. <laughs> my autobiography. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> just ask me. When we cover that show, wow, every week we're going to be singing oh, I, that. I, I mean, and I, it gets longer and longer every time, <laughs> every single time I do it. She didn't release autobiography. I'm a liar. Her song follow-up was actually Shadow. Living in the shadow. It's a song all about living in Jessica's shadow. <laughs> I'm going to read you the the music video breakdown of Shadow. It's okay. pretty high concept. So imagine it's talking about living in someone's shadow. Yeah, got it. The music video for Shadow uh, also deals with the theme of the song. In the video, Simpson plays two different versions of herself, blonde and brunette, <gasps> who live in separate worlds, That's which a- exist side by side. The world of the blonde Ashley appears happy and perfect, while the brunette Ashley seems to have more negative feelings. At one point, she shoves a bowl of cereal prepared by Blonde Ashley off of a kitchen table. 
But eventually it was revealed that the blonde Ashley's not as happy as she seems. And at the end of the video, shadows are seen leaving the brunette Ashley. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was the shadow video. <laughs> you know how I was going to up that? By the end of the video, a redhead Ashley comes in. <laughs> and she's actually the happy one. <laughs> so shadow's pretty fun, but it's difficult for me because I love the Britney song shadow. And every time I think Only of this, like, yeah, shadow, never yourself. Only a shadow, nobody else. Only a shadow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I find it hard to keep Ashley Simpson's song Shadow in my head. So we'll move on from that. This is the most important song, I think, from this album. So this song actually wasn't meant to be released. So Autobiography was meant to be the next single. But because of what happened on SNL, it got scrapped and shelved. And instead... Uh-oh. They released the far superior song. Oh, I'm gonna it. give you a little. I'm gonna give you a little blast. Is it? Is it a spelling test? Is it a bit of a? No. You make me wanna lie, lie, We are talking about the phenomenal pop single, Lala. Lala. You make me wanna Lala. And it fits on the floor like an alley cat. And you're French maid. And remember they made her change the lyrics when she performed that at a football game. Do you remember that was on the Ashley Simpson oh, show? Yeah. It was a whole big, a big to-do about her getting the, the lyrics and having to change them. A lot of her songs were written by Cara Diaguardi or whatever her name is from American Idol, which is an interesting detail. I'm just going to read you a description of the video. It's really quite something. Please. The video takes place in a suburban setting. It was filmed in Huntington Beach, California. Simpson is seen singing the song, dancing on top of a car, in front of a donut shop, and laying on a couch playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 on Xbox, all during daylight. <laughs> but this is, a, this is a great song. This is possibly my one of my favorite Ashley Simpson songs. Mm. And I think actually for a long time, uh, Crystal, our gal Crystal, would uh, refer to me as an alley cat because of this. <laughs> So, <laughs> she'd always text me and say, oh, hey, Alley Cat, are you up for coming out tonight? I'm going to pitch you a new idea. This for Rock Week on X Factor. Oh, it's a great, it's a great suggestion. Yeah. Oh, my God. You make me want to la-la in the kitchen. Oh, that's a great, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh, she replaced French Maid with Lemonade. <laughs> I've just read that on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, what's sexual about French Maid? I'll drink some lemonade. <laughs> That was all from Autobiography from the first album. And then I think you had I Am Me. There's two songs released from I Am Me. So the one that you were you were referring to before, I believe, is... I think we put L-O-V-E in the Hall of Fame of People Dancing with a Cane in a music video. Oh, I think she, I think she has a cane in okay. the music video because remember we've tried to compile a list of people dancing with sticks and canes <laughs> in music videos. I believe we had to, this was a late addition to that. I think <laughs> that's a Spotify playlist I've got actually. Liberty X, <laughs> J Lo, Maya, <laughs> got it. Songs to dance with a stick to. Yes, this is seven songs. Okay. <laughs> Case of the X, Me Against the Music, Just a Little, Get Right, Umbrella, Paula Abdul, Crazy Cool, and What About Us, Brandy. So I need to add. L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. I think I must have just included the baseball bat for What About Us. She's not really dancing with a stick. No. She's dancing with a baseball bat, but I included it. Just short, short little playlist if you ever need it. Uh, what did you think about this song? I think it's kind of terrible. L-O-V-E. I remember working on Come Dine With Me. 
and we sang it a lot. <laughs> it was quite a miserable production. Right. So well, you had to have a little, any glimpse of sunshine. Yeah. I, I hung out with a couple of people there. Everyone else hated me. Okay. But like to quite a weird oh. degree. Like I, they just like didn't understand me. Right. And didn't like me. And didn't want, didn't care to try. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> right. a odd situation. <laughs> Fun. Great. And then the other single is also a great piece of musical history. So set your mind back. Mm. When a young Lindsay Lohan was uh, dating Wilda Valderrama, they broke up and he actually started dating Ashley Simpson. Uh-oh. And there was a little bit of a to-do in the press about this. <laughs> to-do. There was a little bit of a, a, little bit of a Barney about this. <laughs> and then Ashley, she went, I'll tell you what she did. She, she took all that emotion. She popped down to the studio. She called up Cara Diaguada and said... I've got some stuff to talk about. Such a fun song. She still to this day won't admit that it's about that situation. Oh, really? Now, there was a show, there was a clip of Lindsay Lohan in a limo with her friend singing along to a song that was meant to be about her. Is it this song or is it a Hilary Duff song? Or is it Hilary Duff in a limo listening to a song that Lindsay Lohan wrote about I her? think it's Hilary Duff related. I feel, I'm just remembering Hilary Duff in a limo and Lindsay Lohan yeah. in, in some kind of order. Yeah. Move those pieces around, if you will. Just keep the limo in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still like thinking of them all like getting back at each other through their music in the early 2000s. It's really fun. Well, it did win Best Pop Video at the MTV Australia Video Music Awards in April 2006. Oh, the AVMAs? <laughs> yeah, great accolade. So actually, those are the only two songs that got released from... I Am Me, which is a terrible name for an album. <laughs> but then the next album I had. Yeah, so that was in 2007. Uh-oh. Yeah, so she took she took a bit of a break. She took a, a couple of... Well, there was a, a non-album single called Invisible, which I don't remember. Now I'm going to choose to be invisible about mm-hmm. too. And then her final kind of two singles that were released are from 2007 and 2008. Yes. 2008, I'm not interested in that single. It got to number 96 in the US Billboard charts called Little Miss Obsessive. You remember that one? No. <laughs> but most importantly, <laughs> tell you what we're going to do. Do you know what? Let's talk about a video concept. Let's, let's do the meeting for the music video concept. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, I, uh, we're, we're hot off the back of Gwen Stefani mm. just having a very successful uh, solo career, maybe yep. three years ago. Yeah. Want to do something similar for Ash. Okay. Uh, Fraser, I think you've got some some thoughts. Yeah. So, so what we thought we'd do is we'll erase all of the kind of, you know, cultural appropriation of this one and yeah, i yeah, think yeah. what we'll do is keep the alice in wonderland theme because yeah. i tell you what's fresh an alice in wonderland theme well actually no one's ever, ever done it it's evergreen no one's ever done alice in wonderland okay and what's the cgi budget do you have the figures over there ben i don't but i do have a computer we could use okay okay so paint know, it's got it's got <laughs> yeah mac paint okay yeah guys green light for <laughs> Out of my head, open brackets, I ya ya, close brackets. Is she blonde again in this video? I think this is I think she she re-emerged as a blonde at this point. Well, is the she brunette blonde? era and how's her nose? Yes, that's true. Yeah, she had it. She came back blonde with a with a new nose. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends I worked with in Glasgow, we would openly talk like, and she would fuel this talk. She looked like like 
rocker <laughs> Ashley Simpson pre-nose job. <laughs> like, it's quite remarkable. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Did she ever go and do any kind of lookalike work as pre-nose job Ashley Simpson? I don't know if there was that much work in Glasgow for that. <laughs> so... Guys, gather around. <laughs> this girl's going to sing Pieces of Me. <laughs> Straight people love Ashley Simpson. They know her discography like the back of their damn hands. <laughs> um, that's actually her whole music career. It's actually not as extensive as she had a she kind of packed a punch with a small selection of songs that are like pretty evergreen for us not for the world i would love to i would actually quite like to read jessica simpson's autobiography (laughs) so i could see what the ashley references are yeah see how she like fits into it all yeah yeah it's interesting because she's she lives a very different life these days ashley because she married uh evan ross Yes. Not Evan Ross Katz. Evan Ross. So he so Diana Ross is now her mother in law. Yeah. Which, which is, is just yeah. hilarious. And they got their own reality show, which I think I tried to watch and it was incredibly so boring. So boring. Yeah, there's just nothing really there was nothing going on. Because yeah. the beauty of the Ashley Simpson show is that actually some like like the SNL thing happened to her and like some quite like intense stuff happened while they were filming it. So it was kind of a, uh, they actually captured something. It was a lot messier. Yeah. And it was a lot of, a lot of, what's this, what's the guy that looks like a hedgehog? Oh, Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera. He looks like a hedgehog anime character. Yes, he does. He still does as well. Like he looks exactly the same. Remember he also went out with Audrina yeah. and with Avril Lavigne. Oh my god. <laughs> got there. Wow, Ryan Cabrera really got around, didn't he? Yeah. I'm gonna Google him. Hold on. Hit the the, the image the pictures that come up in the Ryan Cabrera image search are terrifying. I'm going straight to his Instagram. Thing about Ryan Cabrera is Cabrera. 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 <laughs> Carbonara? He's actually kind of handsome man. Oh he looks great. I he actually yeah. looks pretty good now. Kind of looks like, he's really aged into himself well. Yeah. There's just some concerning uh, places that he's performing. There's a lot of hard rock cafe casinos. Yeah, I'm seeing something called the ta- the Tampa Bay Taco and Margarita Festival. Oh, yes. Which I, is, I'm seeing that. <laughs> which is upsetting me quite a lot. <laughs> Bet it'd be fun, though. The ultimate Sunday Funday brunch party. There's not much else to say about Ashley. I mean, there's a lot more to say, but I'm not saying it. But we're going to go into it <laughs> exactly. when we do the, the spin-off. Exactly. This is more of just a quick trip around the old discography. Well, also, we already know the UK equivalent. Yeah, we know it's Danny Minogue. It's bloody Danny Minogue. Brunette. Edgy. Edgy brunette. Edgy brunette. I mean, obviously, Danny's not a rocker, but she's more of a more of an electro electro kind of dance queen. That's what, her edginess. Do you know what we should find, speaking of Your Welcome America Presents? What? Your Welcome America Presents Danny Minogue Style Queen. Oh, God. Yeah, we really should. That would be amazing. Okay. Baby Ethan. Baby Ethan. <laughs> not to be confused with baby girl Ethan Bell. <laughs> They should, they should, they should be friends. Yeah, Ethan and Aoife. Ethan and Aoife. <laughs> okay, so yes, the UK equivalent of Ashley Simpson is, of course, Danny Minogue. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Right, and that is it. Thank yes. you for listening. You get an episode of this every two weeks and you get, we've only got how many more episodes? Three? Uh, we've got two more of uh yeah when this when yeah when this comes out we've got two more episodes left of the saturdays to do okay because we will have yeah i I, the the time machine really confuses me. i hear what you're saying yeah (laughs) eight episodes are currently out yes and we've got two to go so listen to that every week listen to us limping into that final 10th episode what can those gals do to really ramp it up to a finale i have no idea (laughs) thank you for listening get in touch rate and review us to all the things and we will see you soon ta-ta You are right up my street.
Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. My name. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.